The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to the Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. Joe Gilroy from Off the Ball is with me um, to look ahead to the weekend's sporting action, the Rugby World Cup. We'll start there, how, shall we? How are you? Crunch game. I'm good. How are you? Are you enjoying the rugby? Uh, I am enjoying the rugby. Have you watched some of it? I've hold on a minute. I have watched uh, last weekend. I watched France and New Zealand. I watched the Irish game. I watched England Argentina. I watched. I oh sorry, I shouldn't admit this. I watched Wales Fiji. Oh, so you didn't watch the football? I flicked over to the football to see how it was going. Right from time to time. Okay. Wow. Yeah. The, they've, the, they've turned the, you. The, well, you see, what happened is I just read a review. I read a report that said we're a rugby country now. So I just you I decided. It. I just decided. Yeah. All right. Better go with it. Do you think easier to swim with the flowing water, Jer? Yeah, what goes with the flow? Dead fish, Roy Keane famously <laughs> said in Saipan. Uh, one of the great philosophers of our time, of course. Um, he was reading it. He was reading it in a self-help book on the way over. Like ironically, you know, uh, it's anyway, anyway. Let's not revisit. Yeah, let's or Saipan. relitigate. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I watch a lot of the rugby. Yeah, well, and you're getting into it. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know why you. Cast aspersions, anti-rugby aspersions in my direction. Because <laughs> you're anti-rugby. Stop casting cisterians in my direction. Now, um, <laughs> you've, so you, have you changed, do you think, in the last couple of years? Is this a, a new you that has uh, turned off? Now, since you've been uh, infected no, by the no, I always, media elite. No, I always enjoyed the sport, you see. Yeah. It's, it's the fans yeah. I don't like. Yeah. And, it's and now all you've become the, one of them. No, I haven't. I absolutely haven't. And it's the, yeah, like, this, you know, anyway, it's all the, you know what, around it there's a lot of it there is a lot of it gives me ire you know where there is a lot of it but then some of it isn't it's it's just a, a, there's definitely a stick to beat people with when you know if Ireland were to win the World Cup it might become <laughs> a little bit unbearable the way English rugby became unbearable in the aftermath of the Rugby World Cup and yeah. Clive Woodward was wheeled out to give pronouncements on everything from football to the NHS to whatever at least Andy Farrell's not that type of person no, he'll just stick to the rugby and be like, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try and fix your health service." So this I'm is this not. is the this is the problem. We see this is it. This is it. Already now, we, one of the great challenges we think we face as a nation is how our coach manages with the inevitable winning of the rugby world. Got Club. a plan for all oh, eventualities. Good, high end. You know what? I'm not watching any more of it. Actually, <laughs> uh, I think there's still certainly amongst a group of friends I have a willingness to see them fail, which is I I find. I can't understand it. Yeah, I don't really understand it. Um, but it's it doesn't. Ex- I, we were we were talking about the whole rugby country thing last week in the show, and it it that doesn't exist in the opposite direction to the same degree. There's examples of it, but the, there are far more people who would will the rugby team to lose out of spite than would will the football team to yeah. lose out oh, of spite. It's only the anti-Kenny brigade who wanted the Ireland team to fail while yeah. Kenny was in. The rugby fans didn't care. They're like, yeah. well, why are you... And there's some hardcore rugby fans who might laugh at how bad the football team is compared to the... Whatever. But but the real willingness, willing them to lose, it's kind of one-way traffic, I find. Yeah. Do you think it's a, a lack of self-confidence? Is it a post-colonial inferiority complex? I think it's a lot of different things. Uh, I think it's because there's a bit of inverted, sno- uh, like a, a a hangover of inverted snobbery as well about it, that there was kind of, in a lot of parts of Ireland, there were particular sets, there was the rugby set, and then yeah. there was kind of everyone yeah. else, and they were an identifiable set. Well, you're, you're a hurling person, right? Yeah. Well, maybe you're more an athletics person than a hurling person, and so therefore... Uh, the the bloodlines have been mixed, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, maybe a little bit. 
Um, but my dad was big into rugby growing up. He was sent, his parents obviously didn't like him. They sent him to a boarding school. Said, right. Yeah. You know, they either very had, tempting. Either had notions or didn't like him. Yeah. One or the other. Um, a heady combination of both. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Which reflects badly on everyone, <laughs> equally. Uh, you know, um, I, I would say judge not until your kids are past this point where you might be forced to send them to boarding school. Oh, so. yeah. It's an option, is it? Oh, You're look, thinking about sure, it. Yeah, you, I've got to, as I say, plan for all eventualities. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um, sorry, how have we got here? So I have watched an awful lot of rugby. Um, I did find a lot of it, exci- the Wales-Fiji game was very exciting. Sensational. That's I why I kept flicking back yeah. to it instead of watching the football. Yeah, you still would have got the last three minutes, which I would argue is the only importance. But anyway, yeah, I, okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, full of um, line breaks, I believe they call them. Yeah, you've, you've, got, you've got all the lingo. Yeah. Uh, I do, Good darts. I do think that... Um, uh, there's a, a so there's a lot of complaining about that, right? And there's a lot of complaining about the the ads around the rugby and the epic nature of it all. Have you ever sat and watched the GA ads, like in back to back oh, yeah. to back to back? It's all like, you know, uh, brooding, dark shots of like this is the single most important thing that's ever happened in these people's lives, and yeah. they're they're fifteen and sixteen. And you're yeah. like, steady on. Camera. Yeah, I know. Cool well, the Jets here. Well, are people giving out about that the the advertising around the rugby is just yeah, is a it's bit hyperbolic. Classic. Exactly. Yeah. That's the nature of advertising. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. nature. If, if you're an advertising executive and your ads are not engaging in hyperbole, you're kind of doing a bad job, aren't you? Our car, buy it. It's pretty much the same as every other SUV on the market, but a nicer you know, badge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I'm I want you to buy it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it would work. work. <laughs> maybe, to put something a bit of here. honesty. Yeah, um, yeah. no, the GAA ads have always been uh, like that. I mean, there have been GAA ads that have uh, essentially kind of compared uh, players to gods. Yeah, not uh, men, but giants. That yeah, was the original yeah. time. At the time we thought, oh, this is great. But then it has just deteriorated into like, yeah. um, the only thing that matters is your community, but you can only access in this one tiny field in this town. Like, really, is that... Because are there no other volunteers who are also... The other sports have it too? I don't know. Yeah. It's just... Uh, anyway, I guess a plague on everybody's houses who hate each other for doing things that they enjoy. Exactly. The whole my sport is better than your sport. Brigade. Ignore them. Um, so, are you going to watch... Will I watch Ireland play Tonga? Yes, definitely. The, the You have to watch this now from behind the couch because all our best players are playing. Yeah. See, so, I, I didn't think I'd watch all of Ireland and Romania. I thought I'd watch 10 minutes and then... You know, yeah, the Romania turned out were quite good for yeah, the first minute okay. and a half. Then I actually watched it all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Tonga. Why is, has he put out such a strong team? There are multiple theories. Okay. The first one is that we are undercooked, and that the warm-up games were literally just warm-up games, and they have not fulfilled the function of getting the team ready for the South Africa okay. game. There is another theory, which is the most outlandish one, is that perhaps we're going to play a weakened team against South Africa and put our full strong team out against Scotland and roll from Scotland into the quarterfinals right. and take on whoever comes there because we want more fit bodies ready for Scotland and quarter and potentially a semi-final. Yeah. Uh, that's one theory. And then the other one is just that um, like the, he's always picked his best team. If you If you look at the game where we played against Italy, which is the down game, it was an away game this year. He played the vast majority of his full team. A few fringe members got an opportunity, but it was largely, you know, 10, 13, 14 players maybe who were first choice or Mm. close enough to it. And the bench was really strong. So what he does is he picks the strongest team. And if you're coming into that as an injury replacement, you're coming into the strong team and everybody's everybody's rolling. So uh, these are, we've got six games. You got to win your six games. Yeah. Seven games. Win, Win them all. 
before we go, Stephen Kenny, were you surprised that the FAI have said he's going to be left in position until the end of this qualifying? I thought it would have been madness to replace him now. What's yeah. the point? Like, unless you unless you actually know exactly who's going to replace him and you've had those conversations and you've got the finance in place and you know what style of play they're going to have because it seems to be a big deal for Mark Hannum, the football director, then why would you rush it? Yeah. And actually, you know what? Maybe Maybe there's an improvement in these three games. And maybe the crowds show up for the New Zealand friendly, which would be a real sign that actually Irish football wants to keep Stephen Kenny. Duncan Giles' book come out in his favour in the last uh, few days as well. So, look, I, I think everybody accepts that it's very unlikely that no matter what happens, uh, Stephen Kenny's time is up. But um, at the same time, it didn't make any sense to put an interim manager no. in. Can I? Sorry, I, I said that was the last thing I want to ask you, but just this is somewhat related because Stephen Kenny has been cursed with injuries and bad luck um, when it comes to injuries uh, um, and we had an example of that last week as well with Evan Ferguson missing is he going to be playing for Brighton this weekend? Well I think he might be that would be a bit of a disappointment obviously from so an Ireland bangs in a hat trick then he's injured for Ireland and then back to play against United for his club Yeah yeah. It's look it's tricky I think he has had long standing knee problems and I'm sure there was a long conversation when he came over about how bad is it? Do you think it might be okay for the second game even? Mm. And, you know, he still is only 18. His body is still growing. It definitely looked like he jarred his knee against... Uh, Stephen Kenny said it wasn't a problem from the Newcastle game, but, like, he got kicked in the knee twice in the space of 10 seconds and they took him off about a minute and a half afterwards. He, you can There's footage of him pointing to his knee and saying, you've got to take me off here. Yeah. Uh, they left him on for another minute and a half and I just get him off straight away get him off because we've got games <laughs> Brighton didn't care about those games apparently so look there's a lot of pressure on yeah. somebody and I'm sure there was a lot of pressure on the on the coaching ticket to try and convince him that he was okay to play but was that the right thing probably not you know so um, would we have been different would life have been different if we'd had him probably would have one of the great what ifs Ger Gilright from off the ball thank you very much Ger uh- the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.